When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lizzie Halden. I'm Benjamin Halden. I'm quite red today. I'm also just a bit concerned about how red I am. Do I still look quite red? Do I look glowy? I do. Maybe because the lights are on, but that's why. No, I do. I had a facial yesterday and I've never had one of those ones before and it's supposed to make you glow so I'm all clean before I go on my trip. I'm going to come back dirty. Why? You can't shower. I'm going to stink. I do, Ben. That's Where are you going? Should we tell everybody? I shower every day, guys. Sometimes twice a day. I'm going to Everest Base Camp and that you can wash, but I've just got like shit tons of wet wipes. Because you wash and then you're, you're cold. I'd rather not be cold. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to wet wipe every area of my crevice. I prefer to be cold than too hot. I prefer to be... Ooh. I prefer to be too cold. Really? Yeah. Would you rather die I can't of, sit of in being that. freezing or dry? Didn't you just say you prefer to be too cold? You said you prefer to be too cold. That's what I just said, yeah. Oh. You said the opposite? I was only thinking because I can't stand being in that sauna for more than five minutes. I think blazing heat would be worse. You just said the opposite, I'm sure you did. No, I, I would ha- like to be cold. I think I could You I wouldn't could like die. to be, you would just... No, no, I could... If I had to die from being cold rather than being like too hot, I think that would be me. Comment, comment what you would think, guys. That's actually a really hard question to even come to terms with. I was just comparing the ice bath to the sauna. Yeah, the ice it's, it's not going to feel like that when it comes to death. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to be completely on a snowman today. I'm just in a pissed off mood. Mm. I'm not going to be in a good mood today's yeah, podcast. I think you can tell by the tone of your yeah. voice. That's why I'm extra ha- happy because you try and bring each other up. But Ben has every right to feel a certain type of yeah. way if you want to tell everybody what happened. Well, obviously I was just a bit... Uh, this is the only time I'm going to speak about it, by the way. Podcast I'm not speaking exclusive. about it on socials. I can't be off speaking about it. I've had lots of like, nice messages and people ask me questions, but this is going to be the only space I'm going to speak about it because I can't speak about it in 15 or 30 seconds. And then directly before the podcast, I just had even worse, well, not even worse news, but just a load of shit news as well. So if I sound pissed off, it's because I am. Mm. But basically last week... Me and Cal were in a car crash, a pretty bad car crash. Very, very lucky to walk away. Um, going down the M53, hit a hydroplane, traveling about 60 miles an hour. Where we, Cal? Yeah, it was around that. And then all of a sudden, just the back end of my car is where the front end of my car is supposed to be. Span round two and a half times and then smashed up into the embankment. Following that, I'm on the phone to the police on the edge of the motorway look out onto the motorway and there's... You're on the phone to me. So I'm on the phone to you. I think Cal was on the phone to me. One of you were and then it... I was on the phone to someone. And then look out onto the motorway and then another car has hit the same hydroplane that I've just hit and comes hurdling off the motorway and probably crashes about five to ten yards away from me and you, Cal, but goes straight into a tree and the guy's trapped in the car. So Cal runs over the the car, trying to get him out. Can't get them out. We have to then get off the phone to the police, ring the, or they rang the fire engine to come out and try and get them out of the car. It was just a whole ordeal that, you know, sometimes you'll drive past people on the side of the motorway and think, fucking hell, I hope they're okay. Mm. We were those people. And that was what was, in the in the moment, I didn't realise it, but it was scary, the fact that me and Carl were just able to walk out of the car. Yep. I think 
yeah, it could have been, it really could have been really, I think the one lucky thing for where you were, there was no, um, like another hundred meters down, there's like a, a, like a row of like bollards, like the usual things inside of motorway. Is yeah. in, do you know, that's all I can say because it makes me feel physically sick, the thought of, <clears throat> do you know what I mean though? Because then you text me saying, not I'm okay, I've been in a crash. I was like, Cal, <laughs> Cal, <laughs> what's happened? Yeah, because then you were ringing me and it was ringing through to my, I know, my I didn't car know. I didn't and I couldn't, know to call. I couldn't answer it because it was answering in the car. Um, so yeah, but loads of thoughts have been going through my head since, since then in terms like things that could have happened. Like we... The fact that we just span round and landed on the grass verge and didn't hit a tree, didn't hit another car, didn't hit the bollard, didn't flip over. We were both okay. It was just like someone's looking out for you was the, was the kind of thing that I took away. And it, it, it sometimes like gives you that greater feeling or meaning and, and explore why you're here. And I think for me, it was like we're supposed to both be here to impact the world more than I've, I've died that day because we quite we could have done it was quite dicey in all honesty. And yeah. Ben mentioned something that you drive past these accidents and you look out and you think, God, I hope those people are okay. That is what normal, well-adjusted, nice, yeah. I would say well-brought-up people do. However, while we were stood on the side of the motorway, there was probably, no exaggeration, 40 or 50 people laughing, taking, taking videos. videos, screaming out the windows, beeping on what is arguably the worst day of, I would say, our year, yeah. if not one of the worst days of our lives. It's yeah. the only mm. I'm sorry, I don't mean to use that word. Like, and, I think yeah. that was an appropriate word to use. Yes, yeah, absolute C yeah. words. I'm sorry to have uh, sworn there was any kids listening or anything, but yeah, real awful people doing that. Um, I, 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 yeah. When you said that as well, I couldn't wrap my head around it because I'm thinking, were they doing it because it's it's a nice car? Were they being like, hey, like wanker? Some of them were young, and I, that, sh- I shout, I mean, young I shout to them, "What the fuck are you filming for? Someone's stuck in a fucking car, and you're driving yeah. past, laughing. What are you going to do? Put it on TikTok? Nice one, mate. Well, yeah, probably. Fucking it's this generation in terms of doing shit like that just pisses me off. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, I just yeah. Also, the fact that by the way, there's, some of these were drivers. So we've two cars just crashed yeah, on the side oh of the motorway and you're driving your car in the wet, filming someone yeah. out your window. Hand, and then yeah. leaning over the passenger side to, to yeah. film out. It, it, it's the most mental thing. And also people seeing a crash like that and then just bl- blasting off it as soon as they get past the police cordon, just like launch controlling their crap car with yeah. awful tyres to just yeah make a loud noise. It's ridiculous. Do you yeah. know the other thing about it was as well? And I, d- I don't want... This isn't like tarnishing all police officers. Yeah. It, the service that we were given by the police was a fucking joke, by the way. Yeah. So the, the police arrived, what, after 15, 20 minutes of saying yeah. that this guy's stuck in the car. The fire engine was there first. Police turn up and then take a couple of details, look at the car and go, oh, that was a nice car, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fucking nice car, Belland. But also, it still is a nice car. It's just an unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate position. The guys at the fire engine were great. Uh, let us jump in the car because it was still pissing down with rain. Yeah, fantastic. Let us make some calls from the uh, fire engine. They they went because they had to go to another job where someone had come off the road. Mm. So we're still with the police. Police made us stand on the side of the road in the pissing rain. Took a couple of details. And then, by the way, just pissed off. Yeah. Didn't tell us, didn't, didn't give us an instant number, nothing. Yeah. Then we were left with a highway maintenance car. I didn't even know the police had gone at that point. Left with a highway maintenance car, went all that was going on. Me, Kyle, and this other guy who'd just been taken out of his car, we just stood there for about another 30 minutes in the piss and rain, not told anything at the side of the motorway. And then eventually, like, a pickup truck came to pick up the car, and that was it. No police extra contact, Not didn't know anything. It was just a fucking joke. Yeah, That's also really dangerous because where it happened... Obviously, we're not going to share um, pictures and videos, but where it happened, bear in mind, someone's just come off and you're stood there. So the chances of another car coming off and hitting you, and th- there was nowhere where you could go. Like, it was just like bushes. Yeah. So you couldn't, like, stand behind a barrier. Yeah. So yeah, that's just... So it was... Fi- not, for anyone in those areas, it was fifty about 50 yards away from where the... Unfortunately, that girl died on the bus. Yeah. In the world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's another... There's debris everywhere all over the road, and I thought it was from my vehicle. It wasn't. It was from where an Audi had gone up, obviously How quite did recently. How you know it was an Audi? Because there was Audi parts marked. Without, it was smashed everywhere. Oh, it said Audi. So there's obviously, obviously someone that 
had gone up there fairly recently because all the track marks on there were fairly new. Mm. So there's three people had gone off at the same point. But yeah, it was just really traumatic. I didn't, didn't really sleep that night. No, Carl didn't because we met up the yeah. next day. Just loads of things go through your head, anxiety through the roof. Yeah, just really scary. Moment. And then literally just before we jumped on the podcast, had a call from the manufacturer of my car, BMW, and the, the bill was like 30 grand. So that was just another thing to shit on my day, thinking, oh, it's just a bumper damage. I'll be able to just pay it, not go through insurance, and have all this palaver, and then you just get shit like that dumped on you as well. So it's just when it rains, it pours. But, but you're both fine. Yeah, I know. That's the main thing. I really feel like it's a perspective. Yeah, like a car is a car. I think once you get over that thing of you're really grateful for surviving, it then just becomes about the all the really inconvenient stuff that happens following up from it. Yeah, I, it didn't really sink in until that evening yeah. when we got back to Ben and Lucy's, and Lucy just gave me a big hug, and I was like, "Oh, why she gave me?" I was like, "Well, because you could have just died. yeah absolutely died if you went like yeah." And I don't want to. I was too much. I was shattered by the way the next oh day. Oh my god! I think you, it's when you two came to the yeah, door. And I, I think was like, it's when crazy. adrenaline drops. You, you adrenaline is peaked and then it drops. And then you're wiped because you, it's almost like your bodies give you all this energy to be able to respond. Because when we were spinning around at 60 miles an hour down the middle of the motorway, it, it felt so slow. Yeah. It felt like it I was like trying to wrestle a car back. Yeah. But then it was just. Yeah. And then we had a very intense, like mentally draining day the next day. I was wiped. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about you, Ben. Yeah, I was so tired. Cal, you Lucy. know, when the, the car was spinning. Mm -hmm. I obviously wouldn't have been the good passenger in that situation. That's why I said to Carl, I'm glad I that you went in the car. I would have been screaming. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would have been able to control myself. Mm. Um, what did you do? So I looked over to Ben. As it, as it was going, I looked over and saw him trying to steer into it, which is exactly the right thing to do. And then I just really held on for dear life. I, I realized that Ben would be probably quite shaken up from it. So I tried to put my um, organized crisis management hat on as quickly as I could so I there were two women walking over to us so I like audio recorded everything they said I got the name got the number got a brief statement of what happened I started videoing the area I tried to flag down well we, then we tried to get in touch with the police I tried to use what three words to give our <clears throat> precise location then when the guy hurtled off in the car I just kind of uh, it's kind of stupid to be honest because if he came off then someone else could have come off so me running at him and trying to get him like check if he was okay well, wasn't a particularly bright idea but well you had your back to the car before it came up and I, it start, I saw it start to come off the motorway and he wasn't spinning so he was coming fast yeah. towards us and I went I like I, nudged, you. I nudged you and said Cal watch out and then you turned around and then it went up into the trees and I thought it was coming back down into us yeah but then I got to him he was quite shaken up but I didn't want to move him out of the car because obviously yeah. he had a back yeah. injury anyway it was just a just a bitch of a day really yeah it's a you were both very good. I, I, I was sitting in the ice bath the other day, though, and I think I sent an email about this morning. And the thing I said to you the other day about when things just are really shit in life, it is life testing you it, it, to see how you'll deal with these things. Because there's there's a lot more meaningful things in like in a nice car or the inconvenience of a day. And... I think it, again, it'll just it just toughens you as a person to be able to deal with other things. Life is going to throw things at you. Life isn't here just to be a really comfortable ride. It's there to to test you and see if you have the resilience to to stand up and deal with it. And I think that's why it was, as well as being on top of that, we're here for a bigger bigger purpose to to impact the world more. And that's the thing that often makes me think about when I think about situations and scenarios like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's very shocking. What's one other thing I was going to say about it, but I can't remember what it was now. Adrenaline, tired. I mean, the other thing was, I think it was potentially more scarier for Cal because I had something to do. As in, like, I had the steering wheel to try and wrestle, whereas you're just looking at nothing in front. I'm looking at a steering wheel, you're looking at nothing. Just open windows, you know what I mean? I often think about that when people are driving fast when you're in the passenger seat. It's scary because you have no control. Yeah, You're just sitting there spinning. Yeah, and then every time... I've been in a car since and someone's done something stupid. Like in a taxi and a driver does something stupid or last night driving home, some arsehole and Aston Martin nearly crashes into me. I just get flashbacks of the arse falling out of the car, spinning. Sounds like I'm dramatising it a little bit too much, but yeah, yeah it wasn't, wasn't a fun time, everybody. I guess it's almost a blessing that you, you know how you span yeah. and span again, but span off. If you had spun and were facing 
and you were in the middle of the motorway facing traffic, that would be worse, wouldn't it? It wouldn't. They would have stopped. They'd all slowed down. Yeah. Oh, had so they started is, to slow? This is the other thing I was going to say, and I don't know whether this is an evolutionary built-in thing, which we spoke about before in the way that women's traits are. But I think it is anyway. I always think in terms of men and women have different innate traits. I think women and the reason why they often go into nursing and care is because women naturally have a caring and nurturing trait mm-hmm. as being a mother. The only two people that stopped from all the traffic and all the people that passed was two women. Mm-hmm. Two. And one of the women artists even said, look at all these knobheads just driving past and don't, they don't give a shit. Like we could have been dead in the car and people were just driving past mm-hmm. at, at full 70 miles per hour. Two people that stopped were two women. Both cars, both came over, both legged over to the car, didn't give a shit like where the car was, didn't give a shit if anyone else came off the road. Their first thought was pull over and see if these people in this car are okay. And I think that's a big thing that's innate in women is that nurturing, caring, sort of motherly instinct. And that's why the two people out of the hundreds who were driving past were women. Yeah, shout out to Amy Bond and Nicola, Mm -hmm. two women who managed to come over to us. Yeah, I've stopped. I've not. I've never stopped on a motorway. Oh yeah, it's very dangerous. Like, yeah, don't don't. I, yeah. I think it was, they didn't think about danger. They just thought, "Are oh, these people okay?" Yeah, I've I've stopped on like just like a normal forty mile an hour road because an old man's shopping bag had broke, and I had, I had to. Oh yeah, I'm not good with that. I had to, so I so I just pulled up straight away like phew, helped him with shopping. So maybe it is a natural thing that a lot of women just want to help. Other people. I think I think it's definitely like one of those evolutionary things in DNA for just due to we are caring. Women are care natural caregivers and very good at it. Yeah, we are. But yeah, that's that's the first and last time that I'm going to speak about it because I just couldn't be bothered speaking Shut on the socials. Box. Yeah. Shut the box. It's a lot to speak about. I think it's a lot to um I think it's to good to speak about it. Even if people don't don't care about it. I think for me it's just one of those I, I see the podcast often as an opportunity to as like a mini therapy session to speak about things. Um, I think me and Cal, I spoke about it a little bit, but I think getting things off your chest, as we often promote people to do, is is a necessary. And I think that we have this opportunity to do so on here, well, as well as warning people, that, especially through the winter where weather's wet, be careful on the road, mm-hmm. drive under the speed limit, be mindful of other people, be mindful of the vehicle that you're driving as well. I was driving a rear-wheel drive vehicle in the wet, um, but there's 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 cars that come off the road with your four wheel drive. You just and even if you're the safest person in the world, accidents can happen to you. So yeah, for sure. <sighs> Breathe. I just needed a big breath before we continue the podcast because today's podcast we are answering your guys' questions. You always write in. We try and answer as many questions as possible. Myself and Ben have a lot of questions. I think, Cal, did you have a question as well that you said before? Was it yeah, a very... Yeah, I'm just looking for a second now. But How often do you have sex and what positions? Yeah, that, that was, an... was a question, actually. You guys need to tone it down. Yeah. That was an... Yeah. So before we get into them, these, question. by the way, and this is not a paid ad. Has anyone seen these new monsters, the green ones? These are the sugar-free, zero-sugar monsters that they finally brought out. However... I don't like I that. Think it's, I think it's psychological. Because they don't taste that much different to the blue ones, but because the OG, and I'd imagine the one they sell most is the green mm. one. Do you know the way that Coca-Cola started doing the Coke Zero cans red? I'm also speaking to Callie because he'll get the psychological yes, no idea. They've done the same with this and thinking, that's our OG hero product. So if we make a zero cut sugar one of it, more people are going to pick them up off the shelf. Yep. They'll associate it with that. I also don't think that they sell that many of the green ones. I think now they will sell a lot more of the sugar-free ones. I wonder if you can get the split or see the split. Is Anyone it obvious it's it? sugar-free? Pardon? Is it obvious? To me, it, it just says, looks like a, a normal no, monster. I think it is. It's not. It's, a it's zero. not obvious. So I think they sell more the green ones. If you go to anywhere in America, uh, if you go to most places which aren't gyms and fitness spaces, they're all the green ones. And a lot of when... Yeah, sorry, in America, they didn't even sell the blue for yeah, you. Yeah. You were traumatized. A lot of space you go to abroad, they sell the green ones only. So, so maybe that's why they brought them out. Same psychological amount as the, the Coke. I don't like it. What? I don't like Monster. I do. I just, I don't really, I don't. Do you too, drink a lot of fizzy drinks in general? No, I don't drink Diet Coke. I don't drink, 
I don't, I only, the only fizzy thing that I drink is a knocko can before a workout, but I think it's very small. But like diet yeah. co- I don't, I don't, don't, why, I don't understand why you'd want to drink something so fizzy because you just burp for one and two, you're just so like gassy. So I've just looked it up. Uh, I can't find Monster because they're a private company. They don't share it. However, wow. low and no calorie in the UK is 66% and regular is 33%. What's that based on Coca-Cola? That's all carbonated soft drinks. I wonder what the split would be in America. I, I guarantee it will be a lot yeah. less sugar-free. Oh my God, completely. They barely even sell them in all the shops. They've got a lot of, not though, sorry, I keep thinking that's a full sugar one. What is how much sugar is in a full sugar monster? Well, the, 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 thing, the thing for these is though, some people diss them. Imagine, so let's say I, I don't know what the the actual number of the population of America is of being overweight. The is it like over fifty percent now of America's classed as obese or overweight? People go on about oh, what about the additives? What about the well? What about all that that population of America that is overweight or obese? How much sugar? fat and crap are they consuming every single day and how much would actually them switching over to a diet sugar-free option of a guzzling two or threes a day actually make a difference because mm. it's not the additives such as aspartamine which is just a, a a natural sweetener causing them to have all the issues such as potential cardiovascular disease in the future heart problems in the future diabetes in the future it's the amount of sugar and fat they are over consuming day to day are they 500 milliliters? Which? That bottle. Yes, they are. Yeah. So 237 calories, which isn't like anything to shout at home about. 55 grams of sugar? Yeah. Sorry, 237 calories is a shitload for a drink. Yeah. Not a chance would you catch me drinking 237 of my... So 10% of my sorry, calories. Sorry, but 55 grams of that is sugar. So you it's are intense. absolutely right. If, if someone... Have a look at your drinks potentially yeah. before... That's what I'm saying. And people are banging on about, oh, zero sugar. the people who are on TikTok, by the way, banging home about, you've got to be careful with oats. Uh, you don't know what they're cooked. Uh, mate, what you're talking about, oats isn't making the population o- obese, overweight. Let's focus on the macro first before we start diving in and scaring people about having oats for breakfast. Like, let's get a grip. <laughs> I just did. What? <laughs> I'm embarrassed about this. I googled how much sugar's in the zero sugar one. Oh my god! Should zero. we finish the podcast yeah. now? Yeah. Zero, but fifteen calories and zero sugar. 15 no cows. sugar. Fifteen cows compared to two hundred fifty-seven and zero sugar instead of fifty-five grams. I think when you just boil things down to common sense, <laughs> it's is is a diet drink going to benefit you or hinder you? If you don't like diet drinks, don't have them. But the, having one per day or even two per day isn't going to affect you or have any negative consequence on you. It's potentially going to have a net positive if you're someone who has a lot of sugar anyway because you're going to reduce the amount that you're consuming. As always, the poison is in the dose. So you're fine having I'm not saying don't have a sugary monster, don't have a sugary Coke, fine to do so. But if you're trying to find ways and means to cut things out of your diet, aspartamine isn't the thing that's killing you. There's been tons of research on aspartamine. You can go out there and find it on Google. We're not going to bang drum home about it today. But most of the people who you see and who are potentially overweight walking around with diet drinks are there because they're trying to better themselves with it. Mm. Some people do have one to two litres of like full fat coke a day, don't they? But you, the FDA have approved... Uh, not, remember not, the, not two litres of full fat coke a day. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the diet cokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the milligrams per body weight for most people would average out. You could drink about 55 cans of diet coke per day before it starts to have any negative consequences, which no one's doing that by the way so that just show, shows how safe it is if you're driving now or you're in work having a diet coke and someone's telling you some absolute facet on is it facet no it's not a facet i'm looking for isn't that a flat flapjack are you gonna say no we'll call them flat. no it's okay we'll call them if you i was gonna say flaccid penis okay but we'll call them a flaccid <laughs> penis if there's some flaccid penis you listen to on tiktok it's drilling home to you how bad diet drinks are just to unfollow them or swipe past it because it's bullshit. You thought I was going to say flapjack. Oh. Yeah. Or a flapjack or a flaccid penis. No, what I don't, were you about to why say? Why are you thinking of a flaccid penis? No, you weren't speaking to me in the podcast. I wasn't. Is you it, were about to say. Whose flaccid penis are you thinking about? I don't know what flaccid means, Ben. Soft penis. No, but <laughs> <laughs> you were about to say something. And I thought you were saying flaccid, not flapjack. Um... Speaking of... No, we can't talk about that story, can we? Which? Which? The penis. Which? In 
Oh, God. Penis in the hole. The voice note. Oh, wow. I don't think we can. Yes, we can. Do we think? But we're spreading too much information there, aren't we? Why are we spreading? It's everywhere. <sighs> Guys. There's memes about it. Context, context, context. Context. Are we have to go um, play it on the podcast. No. Um, okay, so this a stag and a hen. So a engaged couple. So went, you're giving it the short run through. Yes. Went to Amsterdam on their stag and hens, like at the same that's okay, I won't give it away yet, but I had a brainwave. Stag and the hen are on there in the same country. They're in Amsterdam. One of the girls on the hen got really drunk, as you do on hen dudes, you know, casual. And she went to this like, do we call it a bar? Like an interesting Amsterdam bar, quite like sexual vibes. And there's this like, I don't know what it is. You're I've telling never a been. long story not, than the person not, told the story. I'm sorry, because, because it's so traumatic then. And we go, might as well play you it, go, just get no, to no, the no. point. You go into a booth. Okay, and there's a hole in the booth and it's got like a glass or a curtain or something. And someone on the other side sticks... It's called a sticks, Glory hole. Sticks their willy Willy. Through. Who calls it a willy? Because Ben... What are you, five years old? Sticks his willy through the, through the glory hole and then the girl sucks it on the other side. So for one, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, sucks the penis... Who, and, right. And, Do you know no, when you no, have like PSHE? Is it called PSHE or something? PSHE. Yeah, it's like a five-year-old giving a PSHE lesson. Well, all the listeners are very intrigued what's about to happen next. So the girl has <laughs> sucked the penis. Is probably still sucking. And what do you mean still you, sucking now? No, you well, you can press something which like reveals the person on the other side. Once you've done the duty. Yeah, once you've done it, and. If both Jeez. people press it, like a blind date thing. Yeah, if both, if both people press it. <sighs> Sorry, I feel physically sick. And she's drunk, you know. You press the button, she looks up, and she's just sucked off her dad. <laughs> her dad looks down, and the daughter has just sucked off the dad, and the whole family now is obviously... The stag, not finished. Stag and the hen leave, obviously. The whole thing is... They leave Amsterdam... This girl obviously tells the mum what's happened. So the hus- the dad has a wife and then the whole family is obviously now not speaking because she sucked off her dad. Put the, put the video on of my reaction because Lucy recorded me listening to it the other day. Kyle, pop up on screen. I'll send you it. Yeah. I thought when it was playing, I thought it was going to be the stag, which is obviously awful, but it wasn't. It was worse. It was so much. That's so much worse. It's ten times worse. Incest is way worse. And but that whole family is ruined now. Sorry, sorry. Or, I, know, I, th- I said though, how would you not know? I know that maybe you wouldn't put two and two together, but your dad was in Amsterdam. So as I well. think I think the dad knows the groom. I think that's why he was there. Uh, that's what I was yeah. going to say at the start. Yeah. But I didn't want to give it away that it was the dad. Do you agree? I think he yeah, may have been part the of... There, yeah. So the girl was obviously in the hen. She was a hen. But also, how would you not have seen them in the club? So, really, by the way, I this can't. whole story could have been made up by this girl who just wanted more followers on fucking Instagram, by the way. Yeah, and it's worked because it's wild. Everyone's speaking about it. Yeah. How did we get on that topic? You started talking flaccid. about flaccid penises. Flaccid, yes. What would you do? Oh my God, let's I don't, don't want to go into it. About it yet. We don't talk about that because you'd never, you'd never... You brought it up. No, you did by saying... No, I didn't. <laughs> I was talking about invalids and you started talking about flaccid penis and then yeah, got onto, you, the, onto the topic of can, sucking off your dad. So. We can then, but that was yeah, terrible, moving on. Terrible, terrible story. I just even can't eat. When if when I first heard it, you, your I neck, had no words. Your neck dissolved. Yeah, my, do, you know, do you like when the guy on the Men in Black gets his head shot off and it goes tiny and sucks into itself? That's what I was like. I just, my, hot, my body started swallowing my head. <laughs> it was. I actually, I actually, I don't know if I still got that video. Did I send, did I send, send it, it to in the group chat to Stefan Grant. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's fine at a different time. Um, yeah, but I, had, I, I was just, away from I think this. it's a fair time in a long time. I was just shell-shocked for words. Yeah. It was probably the only thing that topped the car crash last week. Do you know what I mean? In terms of things... That are, you know things on your list that you go probably don't want that to happen in life that was like yeah do you know what we're going to do we're going to move on to a question because we need to leave that topic 
again, we shut the book Q&A's. on That's that fair. topic. What is the what is the, le- the lesson learned from that? From the... Don't be an absolutely disgusting, cheating person. Because the girl, I, obviously, I was the whole thought How of... Is that, but that doesn't mean she's a cheat. No, no, the dad. Oh, yeah, the girls, yeah. The girl's not necessarily in the wrong. But how do you know the mum and dad aren't divorced? Then, like, they're not. So it says it's broken the whole family. Yeah, but it would break the whole family if a um, daughter started. Yeah, yeah, it would. Even if they were Regardless divorced. of divorce. Yeah. I, I hope I it's still, a divorce situation. I really do hope it's a divorce situation because it's just, we can't, we don't need to continue speaking about it. Let's, Lesson learned, don't go right. to the same country as your daughter. Yeah. Or just don't do I that. I was joking, Liz, yeah. You just don't put your, your penis anywhere through a secret hole, Glory do hole. you? Sorry, that is awful. I can't. Sorry, anyone could be on the other side of that. Yeah. Anyway, should we ace some? We cues? have a question yeah, have here got an, uh... from who? Okay, we're gonna really just throw right ourselves right in. <sighs> How to start being performance based over aesthetics? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that hit you? Oh, <laughs> because I'm really trying to not think about that whole situation. Do you know what? That's one of those things that will now live rent free in everyone's brains. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. That's why I sometimes hang, hang the clips in the gym. What? What? I don't know what that means. Okay, we'll move on. Okay. Um, so, but the, no, serious question. How to start being more performance-based over aesthetics? Because it's something that obviously we did. You might have to continue because I need a moment. I think you have to... The, the hard thing is when you're trying to move to that is, is confidence. And what I mean by that is whenever you're trying to do something new, you need some evidence from other people that, do you know what, it's going to be okay. You have a move away from being aesthetics-driven to performance-driven. You need evidence that other people have done it. You need evidence to back what you're going to do. What I mean by that is, if you were taking a strategy to make more money or to make yourself, I don't know, if you're looking at the beauty industry more attractive or whatever it may be, you're looking for evidence that this thing, this product, this service, this program works. That's what you're looking for. Mm. So I'd say go and watch people on Instagram or YouTube who have done the same thing. We've definitely done that thing. Other people, Fergus Crowley, Nick Bear. Who else did you throw into that? Steph. Mixer? Steph. Naughty. In, that is the same person. Yeah, Naughty Food Fitness. <sighs> Yellow Runner. She's amazing. She's not really gone from a... Th- no, she's not. So you can take that back. Yeah. It's hard to think It's of actually it. really quite hard I, th- I mean, I think we're forgetting people. But Nick Bear. I've already said him. Said him. Us. There's definitely loads of other people we're just being really narrow-minded at the moment. But I'd just go and watch people who like made the switch from maybe being really aesthetic driven to say bodybuilding to uh, doing running. Um, and look at the, the types of physiques because through having performance metrics, you are going to shape your body in different ways. And the good thing about, again, I know we spoke about this a lot recently, is with the hybrid methodology of life is you can scale where you put your training volume. Um, sometimes if your goal is more running-based, you're going to scale to put more running there and your body is going to then follow in its compositional changes to the scale of volume that you've got. If you're going to do something more bodybuilding or strength focused, your body's going to get a bit bigger. It's just where you scale the volume of training to the narrative that you've got set for where you want to be. I also think as well, what's really important when you go from aesthetics to performance is actually have a performance goal. Like it doesn't have to be signing up for a race or something like that, but to be a bit more performance driven, you, I guess you look a little bit more into the metrics. So with running, for example, signing up for a 10k run or just setting yourself a goal of a 10k run that you're going to do by yourself in a specific time. So a lot of people, when they do a 10k, they love or want to hit 50 minutes or under 50 minutes or something like that. So it's like, okay, so I'll have to train at a five minute pace and you do easy runs and you do tempo runs and you do intervals alongside your lifting. And I think having those mini goals is actually really important to keep you on track because without the goal, sometimes you fall back into the aesthetics and you're you're very focused on what you look like rather than the goals that you want to achieve. So I would definitely say... Those two. And also scale. What I mean by that is don't go from doing four bodybuilding sessions per week to doing one bodybuilding session and three runs. Yeah. One, it's going to fuck with your mind a little bit. And two, it's definitely going to mess with your body because mm. when you're really stiff, the thing about bodybuilding, it's, it's kind of like you're tightening yourself up to be like a spring. You're compact, you're tight. The muscles and the ligaments are tight. You're a lot bigger. You're probably heavier. To then go and do an, uh, an activity or a modality such as running, where there's lots and lots of impact, 
Um, you're moving your body in a different way. The joints, the muscles have got to move differently. They've now got to move under load. It's now a lot more explosive. There's going to be a lot higher chance of injury, especially with you already being tight. So it's asking your body to to do something it's never done before from coming from a position which is compromised in the terms of the way it's been trained. So make sure that you scale that process and don't just jump in the deep end with it. And that's why so many people, when especially if it's gen pop kind of people who haven't done a lot of running, they're doing it for charity, go into running events, extreme version, marathon, and 70 plus percent of people end up injured because they scale too quickly. I mean, also like you, for example, you're quite stiff. Like you're not that flexible. You're not that flexible and you can't cross your legs. So? That's unflexible, but you, you've been working on it was my point. Like when you fit, you were, you were quite like, uh, like stiff. <laughs> so, but when you started doing more performance things like running, you started adding flexibility and thing. That's not it. That's a, quite a positive comment that you've been working on your flexibility. Just I'm, reminded. I'm very flaccid, to, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, Cal, he could not sit cross-legged the other day at the studio, could he? True. Like, you should be able to sit cross-legged. I think me and Ben were just more interested by your terminology of the way yeah. stiff. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you guys want some questions? I've got some that have gone through. Yeah. So, um, do you think your training volume is realistic for someone who works a nine to five job? Yeah. I, I don't. I do. Uh, the, again, I, I, do. I think sitting on the fence, it depends. I don't think you should be going looking at anyone else's. I don't think we ever recommend going, you should do this, um, which is the main thing. I don't think we ever preach, this is what you should be doing. You should be doing as much as us. We have a schedule that we allows us to train more. Like for me, through November, I'll be training twice a day. Is that doable for everyone who's got a nine to five job? Absolutely not. Is it doable for people who've got a nine to five job? Absolutely, because the people who do it, it just depends on where your priorities are and what you've got going on. For someone who's got a family of four people, works a nine to five job and has other priorities, such as keeping a home, keeping children, et cetera, it's, it's probably not doable, but it doesn't mean it's not if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think that's why I said yes, because it does depend on your goal. You, If your goal really matters, I think you will you will do that. I've trained for an hour and a half today and that could have been done at six o'clock in the morning if I really wanted to, but I got up at half six and worked, but I could have trained and then worked. So it is really hard because, but then for the 100K, that was really that was that 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 was quite long that was quite difficult but people do it that's what i'm saying though it doesn't just because something's doable doesn't mean that you should do it mm. and with this look at the guy who had a nine to five job who ran a marathon every single day for a year yeah that there's people breaking down the barriers of what can be done but that doesn't mean that you, you whatever i always say to people now is whenever you're making a decision Every decision is a sacrifice. So you go in, I'm going to apply the same amount of volume to my day as Lucy and Ben does, will probably mean that you've got to cut out some other things from your life. And for the average person, I say quote unquote average person, who's doing a nine to five job, who has other priorities, who do whatever it may be, that's maybe not as important to you. And that is absolutely fine. Mm. And that doesn't mean that you need to do it. And you for your goals and what they probably are. You don't need to to be doing two sessions per day, if or doing this much volume. If you've got a goal and you want to go to the CrossFit Games or you want to win a High Rocks or you want to achieve something that's really hard, you have to do really hard things. But if your goals are to you want to lose a bit of weight, you want to feel more confident, you want to be more attracted to your partner, you want to be a fit mum or dad who can chase the kids around the garden, that amount of volume just simply isn't necessary. It's probably too much. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that, and I think. With my coach, for example, there's only one program that has a couple of sessions a day. And that's, that's like probably the most advanced program on the app. Because we do have a lot of advanced people doing Jake's High Rocks program. Absolutely. Um, and that might just be like a little run with an upper body session. But as Ben said, I think what's, I guess, a little bit different is it's our job. Mm-hmm. I, that, I like that a lot, of, a lot of the time we're filming for my coach or we're filming for content and we're just in the gym for longer. I think if we squashed it down, we could do 60-minute sessions or 45-minute sessions. But I think because when it's part of your job, it's a little bit different. But as you said, you should absolutely not compare yourself 
to other people in any sense because everybody's different. Yeah. And as you said, if some people have got kids or like it might feel very different when we've got kids, we don't know yet. That's what I mean. So it might hit as well we're not, different. We're not speaking from personal experience of kids where I say sometimes we're very fortunate to be in the position that we're in in terms of the, the training that we're able to do and when we'll be able to do it. But at the same time, like I've created this position for myself. I was working shift work in the police whilst also working probably finishing the police at maybe six o'clock at night. And then I would go and work a shift in the office or sometimes 12 midnight. I'd still fit training. That's just because that th my goals were pioneered to go towards that way. And that doesn't mean that you need to do it. We're just kind of showing, well, this is possible, but just because something is possible doesn't mean that you should do it. Um, because what is hard doesn't mean it's, val it's valuable. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, you you have your own values of different mm. levels of hard. Okay, uh, do you want another question? Yeah. Yeah, Carl, because that was really interesting. Good question. That, okay, well so how do you deal with finding downtime with your business and not feeling guilty about taking it? <laughs> we don't we're terrible yeah. i we get we both even now i think you're a little bit worse than me well i was saying um, yes i think in the, in the business i probably take the least time off yeah you do that, i'm not proud of that by the way it's just something that i've slipped into um what sorry repeat that how do you take how do you deal with finding downtime but also not feeling guilty about taking it i think the one valuable and the most beneficial thing about me and you is we work in the same business and we're we're very accountable for each other that has advantages and disadvantages yeah though. i mean the advantages is if we've clocked off say like six o'clock ish or sometimes it's late depending on what we're doing but if it's like six o'clock and i've gone downstairs i've started making dinner like zoning out and zoning down ben could be upstairs on his laptop until like nine o'clock and i'm I then come upstairs, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's not good. We're shutting the laptop. You can do that tomorrow. The disadvantage is, is if we're both sat there upstairs on our laptops till 9, 10 p.m., we haven't really got anyone to tell us not to do that. Um, but I would say it's a benefit because we have date nights. We we book things in. We're like, okay, at five o'clock, we are leaving the house and going for a walk. So we kind of set things in our day, I guess, to make sure we have downtime is the best way to say it. I think the only thing with that is though sometimes if I carry on work and you feel guilty that I'm doing work and you're not. Yeah, that really does stress me out quite a lot. I am I mean, I also, I don't know what it is, but I work very, very fast in the day. And we also get up at like half six, you get up at six, half six, seven and work before nine o'clock. Yeah, I, two hours. I'm, not, I'm not very good at working later on. So I get I get mm. the swallow the frog in the morning. You get the three o'clock blues, don't you? Into the blues, I'm just not very productive during that period. Mm. Um, okay. I've got a question. Go on, hit me. Do you let Lucy sit on your face often, sel seldomly, or never? Interesting question. We'll move on from that one. Do you know what's um, really weird, though? I don't understand. Like, I have loads of questions talking about, like, sex, and I'm just thinking, I'm not going to speak about that. Yeah. So, you do you. Why are you asking those questions? Think about yourself. Why are you asking those questions? Yeah, what do people think Reflect I'm going to answer with? Yeah, you. like I, I wear Lucy like a woolly hat three days a week. That's but, really inappropriate. But, but I'm just saying, what do people expect me to answer with? Do you know what it is? It's because I think some couple podcasts maybe do go into yeah. quite a lot of detail. But do you know what? We are not that podcast. <laughs> when are you getting Ross Eddy on the pod? Trust me. We're trying. He is like getting hold of the Pope. It will <laughs> it will happen. He lives probably down the road. But he Maybe is just, we just turn up at his house on like yeah, Ross. I think we on, just lad. turn up with the mics and we just nail him down. Yeah. I think we probably offered him the ice bath and the sauna because he's all about that. He would probably yeah. We should probably do that. We on. haven't gone down that route we, yet. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll try and get him around for a workout, ice bath and sauna and get him to jump on the pod. That'd yeah. be a nice little day. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, don't worry, we are trying. But if you do have guests who you want us to get on the podcast please, please comment them below. You can do it on Spotify, you can do it on YouTube yeah. because we want to know who you want on our podcast. Saying that though, we've got... We... No, 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 I'm just giving hints. We've got one of the guys who's achieved one of the biggest running events, I think, of the year probably yeah. uh, on the podcast next week and also arguably one of the fittest men in the UK on yeah. the podcast as well. So two, two really good guests coming up. Yes. Um, one thing you really want to buy right now? Oh, good question. What you really want to buy? Yeah. One thing you... If, Top of your list, what do, you want to, what do you want to buy right now? Glory hole? No? Okay, <laughs> too too soon. Okay, sorry. I think I've... I've, I've bought it. 
What is it? That North Face bag, Cal. Oh. I've wanted one for ages. And me, living in delusional land, thought for base camp, I was just going with the rucksack. And Cal's going, no, like you're not fitting everything there. I'm thinking, yeah, I am. Like my 40 litre bag, yeah, I am. Um, no, so I've always wanted one of those duffel bags because Carlson kindly lend me his. But I thought, you know what? That is one thing I've always. So the big, large North Face duffel bag is what I've wanted to buy, and I bought it. Because thanks, Cal. But I do need it for the trip. Actually, that's not a. You actually, it was on the checklist, and I just didn't acknowledge. Ben, what are you saying? One thing you want to buy right now? My car back. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it. If you yeah. didn't, it was coming. Yeah, I think that. That'd be the only thing. I think because I'm such a big car fan, just to have that gone at the moment, and it's like seeing your baby just smashed up. And I'm not massive, a huge, like a massive materialistic person, um, but my car is like my baby, and to see it all there is is not great. I have a fantastic question. Beginner's guide to interval runs, please. And the reason I say this question is because honest to the lords. The My Coach app will teach you how to do interval runs mm-hmm. because you can start with the 5K program where you literally start with walking or you could do the marathon program. Like the scale that we have given you the ability to do on My Coach app for running and lifting, there's nothing else like it on the market. And when I say that, that is in all honesty, I'm not being biased, but we have nailed it. Do you know what I mean? So learning how to run intervals, I definitely just jump on a free trial on the app and do add the 5K program. What was that? That was the... That was the signal to do it. Jump on the 5K program or maybe the 10K program, depending on your abilities, for for free and you will learn in that first week. If you want to continue, fucking fantastic. If you don't, well done for trying it. But yeah, seven day free trial link below for my coach. Honestly, that's all I can say because I think that is the best way to learn is by trying it for free, see how you feel about it. We have videos for everything, so it will explain to you what an interval run is anyway, and that's how you can program it. Quick question. What are your go-tos for going from bad mood bad mood to good mood as quickly as possible? I've got a good one, haven't Go I? On. And this is something that I actually learned in therapy, and it's called the Happy Hormone Album. Now, I sometimes get really severe waves of anxiety. I had one on the Stairmaster this morning, actually, and I text Ben being like, I have just looked at Happy Hormone. And it's basically an album on my phone, and it has everything from 2018, and I scroll through, and it's my whole Happy Hormone list. And it's just all my best friends in there, all my happiest memories, the wedding, you've got Ben singing a Disney song. I will go on that. And you forget why you're in a bad mood because you're looking at life thinking life's good. Life's really good. Get those, get, create an album on your phone called The Happy Hormone. And when you have those moments, just go straight into that album. And I can guarantee to you that it will change your mood. Mm-hmm. I've got Meg doing that funny video. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just all, all very personal things. Yeah. Okay. If you want to, if you want to go from good mood, from bad mood to good mood, what I'd say is look at the things that change your perspective immediately. Look at The Sims, for example. You've got The Sims. You usually have a green light above your head in The Sims when your character's in a good mood. If they're in a bad mood, they have a red light above the head. What are the things that you need to do when you're playing The Sims game to take you from the red to the green? Usually those thoughts will pop up into The Sims character's head and it's very similar to you. If you were to take that perspective and take a step back and look at yourself, what are the things that you know looking at someone else you would need to do to make them from a bad mood to a good mood? Because once you're in it, it's very difficult to conceptualize that and take a step back. Because when you're in that bad mood, sometimes you're an arsehole. And no one's born an arsehole. You're just born next to one. And if you're lucky, it's not your parents. But you're not always an arsehole. Just do the things that you know, the basics. Go to the toilet. Take a shit. Take a shower. Do some, read something. Listen to music. What do you do on The Sims when you need to change, change The Sims mood? I've never do, played. Do that. I've been playing The Sims a lot recently. And it makes me think of when I'm in the ice bath. I'm in a shit mood. So go and sit in the ice bath. I'll come out with feeling better. I know when I go in the ice bath, that's like me a little red... Diamond above my head. Get out of the ice bath. I'm doing the, woo, you know, that's the, the weird, whatever the hell the Sims speak. That's me, like, in a good mood. Yeah, I do think that, I think that happy hormone comes into that. That's just one of the things you can pluck immediately. Long story short, take a step back and view yourself as a Sim. 
Absolutely. I've never played Sims. Oh, I was never a gamer. Have you played Sims? I was no, more into like Rollercoaster Tycoon. That was my... my oh, that was a fucking great game. Yeah. Roller, Rollercoaster Tycoon. I was a Nintendo girl. Nintendo Nintendogs. Oh, yeah. My dog is so RIP. I, um, I like the Sims. And so Animal Crossing. Mario Kart. That was my genre. Never into the Sims though. No, Sims I Sims is good. It's almost like it's Everybody almost like big, like big Brother, but you but play for, your, for yourself. Yeah, and you can create yourself and do whatever you want. And also, if you really kind of, I don't know, an arsonist, uh, a serial killer, you could lock people in rooms with a firearm with sofas That's and kill strange. them. That's strange. Surely it's changed. Well, I'm sure it's better than doing it in real life. I loved Club Penguin. Oh that? my god, how have we not spoken about this, Luce? Poor penguin. Me. It's like me and Cal too. with Pit and Cantrop. Puffles. Puffles. Cal, I. This, this is awful. <laughs> I was like 10. I had Club Penguin. And not I. No, no, no. Club Penguin was like the. Because um, Club Penguin. Like Club Penguin was Club Penguin. Like you were a penguin and you lived in Penguin World and you had Puffles as pets. Cal, li- wait for this, this story. This is a game. Yeah. yeah. I. Like a chat room as well. Somebody. Somebody did something to my puffle and I thought, I'm not happy with that. Ten-year-old me, I swore on the chat and I got banned from Club oh, Penguin. I bet that ruined your life. Cal, it's I bet the, you're so mortified. I, it's the worst thing I've ever game? done. Yeah, yeah, I'm just checking it. It's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Lying I got up. banned off Club Penguin. Was it like Habbo Habbo Hotel? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same okay. vibe, but Penguins. I'm a Habbo Hotel. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I, was I was more into Club Penguin. I must have been like nine. One of the naughtiest things I've ever done in my life is swore on, swore on Club Penguin and got banned. Yeah. Ruthless. I had a, a girlfriend on Club Penguin <laughs> for like an afternoon and then I went into another igloo and she was chatting to another penguin and I was fuming. <laughs> is that the story Club of your penguin. life, Carl? It was, yeah. Oh my God, Formative I can't. experience. Do you know what? I might join, no, do you know what? I've, I probably can't. I'm probably still banned from my MSN username. Oh, God. oh my God. What other games were the, uh, my One of my childhood games was, was Dynasty Warriors. I don't know what you that is. You won't know what that is. Basically, you just... Great game. Do you remember, Carl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, were like, you, were, you were like the ultimate virgin if you played that. It was like Japanese war heroes and you go oh, around slaughtering thousands of souls. It was the most unrealistic thing ever. Apparently, new GTA is coming out. We're getting slightly off topic here, but yeah. We are. Carl, hit us with another question. We'll do one more. Oh, God. Okay, this one. Controversial one. Last question. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. With kids potentially in the near future, which popular baby names do you hate? Oh, Hate. You've named some that I don't like. But I don't think... I think it's usually people who you don't like, you don't want them, your kids to be named the same thing. I would never name my kid Karen now. Oh my God, Because no. that's actually awful what's happened to Karen. Yeah. Isn't it, actually, to be fair? I bought a house Karen. My auntie's called Karen as well. Yeah, yeah. and people are so nice and I, I hate it for them that it's, that it's now yeah. on social media, it's stopped being a Karen, it's thinking... Why couldn't you stop being like? Because they just picked a random name. It's nothing against people who are called. Yeah, but Karen, they, could, they could have. They could have been stop being a cow, because nobody's called cow. Like, stop that being is a cow. Fucking so just. That's a child. Don't be a cow. That's so childish. Yeah, but I, f- I do. I think it's actually not a not a nice thing that's happened to the name. Well, who, Karen. What else wouldn't you like your kids to be called? <sighs> um, I'm trying to think. Do you know what it is? It's named by association. Yeah. Okay. Had, so I've just googled. Sorry to interrupt, Luce. I've no, googled no, the worst baby names. Uh, there were three children born in the UK last year whose full name was Jack Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what else I, I don't like? Do that. People who call the kid Beyonce. Yeah. Is that? I don't know if anyone's done that. I don't think that's a thing. I'm sure someone's called don't the kid Beyonce or Rihanna. Do you know what I mean? It's popular pop names. It's just oh god. Wouldn't, sorry for I the think, child. I think Beyonce has probably like copyrighted her name. No fucking way. I... Someone's definitely called. You can't call your kid. I remember actually the. Um, so I would mention names someone who called the kid King and they got told they couldn't use that name after having the, the name for a while because it's a status not a name well well Katie Price's little girl is called Princess so how are they allowed to do that I don't know no maybe, maybe they're not allowed maybe maybe don't... maybe King and Queen's protected I don't know what are your thoughts on calling your kid Junior if your name's Ben then you have little Ben Junior what are your thoughts? I'm not against I wouldn't do it, but I, I'm not against it. Is, I mean, where does that, is that a very traditional thing? I think it's more of an American thing. Yeah. It'd be very strange in the UK. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it, in, in the UK, would it, that be the equivalent of like Ben the Second? I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot. I don't really like the name 
Oh, I don't know if I do. I, like, it's tough because we might be slagging off someone's kid. Yeah, here. and That's I don't want to yeah. offend. Yeah, but this is just your personal thing. You can't always sit on the fence about things. It doesn't mean that you hate the person who's called this name. You just I don't really like the name Mackenzie. Yeah, Mackenzie to I me don't is know a naughty why. child. Yeah. But I had a friend in primary school called Mackenzie and she was nasty. Yeah. It's so all I think I've got association. Yeah, yeah. Like Lauren, bless her. So my best friend, Loz, she listens to the podcast. So she looks after dogs, doggy daycare. And there's some na- naughty dogs who have got lovely names, but now she's, she can't call yeah. her kid because they're naughty dogs. So always going to be that association, isn't there? Someone's yeah. a dick. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's actually a really hard one because... There's definitely something that I just can't think of. I think Tyson is a bit of a rough name for a kid. Tyson. Probably going to be a not. I mean, you... I would imagine that's become more popular just because of Tyson Fury. <laughs> Do you want to hear the top 10 most hated boys' names? Go on. Let's go. Jaden. Yeah. Brayden. Yeah. Aiden. <laughs> wow, they're all in the same. Caden. Hunter. Oh, Hunter sheriff. McIntyre, yeah. the sheriff. Bentley. I, I can't, I can get a Bentley's, yeah, I don't think Bentley's that, the one. So. Tristan. Jackson, which is, I'm offended by because I love the name Jackson's Jackson. Nice name. Yeah, I um, just wouldn't call my kid that. I just, I'm, I just call and, it Jack. Yeah. And Michael. Again, Michael. Michael. I'm not offended by What's Michael. Michael done? Uh, yeah. Okay, so top 10 most hated girls' names. Sorry if you, this is your name. This is just facts. Navia. Oh. Navia. No, Navea. It's heaven backwards. Awful. Oh my God. Oh yeah, Navea. How do you say that, Cal? Nevea. Nevea. Why? I, I used um, to know a Nevea, not the best name. Yeah, that, that's someone who just literally. Heaven backwards, that's interesting. Yeah. The thought process goes into Angel as well. Oh. Destiny. Madison. I like Madison. Madison's, Madison's nice. Mackenzie yeah. is on there. A girl's name is Mackenzie. I swear that's a boy's name. Mackenzie's yeah. a girl's name. You just said Mackenzie in the last one? No, I didn't. Mackenzie's definitely a boy's girl, name. Girl. I mean, I suppose it's Antarctica. Sorry, guys. Mackenzie comment. wasn't the guy from the social, not so solo crew, but that crew had you, 10 people in. You um, need to comment if Mackenzie is a girl yeah. or a boy's name. I think I it's a girl's name. Anyway. McKenna. Yes. That's the last name. Addison. Yeah. Gertrude. Mm. Caitlin. I can I like Caitlin. Michaela. That's quite cute. And Bertha. Bertha, yeah. Bertha's big Bertha. That's not gonna be a <laughs> Yeah, you're always gonna be Big Bertha. That's aren't the association, you? isn't it? Big Bertha. So yeah, it's really it's really interesting because the, I was actually named after my sister, which is, you know, that's a little bit rough. Well the other one's brands. What like Nike? Yeah. But Jim King, I don't know why, but that brand winds me up. Yeah, Jim, was someone's child called Jim King? <laughs> no, no. Oh, sorry, I thought that was the route we were no, going to town. I'm oh, sorry, I see what you're saying. Yeah, kid, people call sorry, the kids brands. Yeah, saying like, that, yeah. you've got a Cole Buxton hat on, love the name Cole, would absolutely call my kid Buxton. No, I wouldn't actually, because that's a water. It's a bottle of water, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a place. Buxton's not a place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's where the water gets its name from. Where is Buxton? You donut. Where's Buxton? Is it in the UK? I bet it's South Snip Bath. Yeah, probably. it is. Oh, Buxton. Buxton. No, I wouldn't. Buxton, yeah, no, you, you don't call England. you don't call your child after a brand. Bentley. Yeah, like Lacoste. Who's called like I don't know if they are. There will be someone. There's no child called Lacoste. Yeah. Right. There were <laughs> fucking is. God. There definitely we, is. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm really happy about? We've got very nice names. But I was named after my sister. My sister's name is Megan Lucy Davis. Here I am. Lucy Eliza Davis. No, I'm oh. not. Lucy Eliza Halden. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe they named Lucy Liza Davis. <gasps> yeah. Should have called that kid who got uh, caught out in Amsterdam Jorex, so she would have been protected about against no, Cora Hills. Okay, sorry. I, I am going to end the podcast just, on that Just note. quick, just quick, just quick. Um, there was a, I just found a, a story. A football fan has paid the ultimate tribute to his favourite club by naming his daughter after it. The name is Ava Tony Ann. Ava Tony Ann. Oh yeah. my gosh. Triple barrel first name. No. Eva wow. Tony Ann. That's a lot. Awful. Wow. Sorry, also, I will end. It's like when Elon Musk called his child. Yeah, what's that name? Um, well, you can't... Well, he's got a new kid called Techno. What? <laughs> yeah, his new his newest baby and his other kid called X. X-A-E-A-X-I-I. Yeah. I don't think you can do that. I don't think that's appropriate. Well, he, he refers to him just as X. But yeah, his newest kid is called Techno. <laughs> Techno Mechanicus Musk. Wow. Yeah, Techno Mechanicus Musk, which sounds quite like a robot, but we are going to leave that conversation there with baby but it's, names. it's even the Kanye West kids, North. Northwest. I like North. No, Northwest. I do like North. Not into it. No. Chai. She's got a kid called Ch- Chai, I think. Stormy. That's Kylie's. 
I think they're all really cute names. But I am going to leave the podcast there because I'm going to take control because now we're on the whirlwind of baby names. Yeah, we are. We're, getting we're out, not out actually going to tell you what we actually like as baby names because one, I don't want people to steal them. And two, you can't even talk about pregnancy yet until you're pregnant because I don't want to jinx it. Today's podcast was very random. I think it was one of those ones as well where it's all been a very weird week for us. And I assume we will all walk away from the podcast in a slightly better mood than at the start. And I think it's all also just really nice to be quite transparent with you guys about it. And the fact that our week was a little bit rough. And if you had a, a rough week as well, don't feel like you're alone with it because it happens to happens to everyone, happens to the best of us, doesn't it? And hopefully you had a little laugh with us today on mm. our podcast. You probably learnt fuck all because we didn't actually <laughs> go into that much detail about Sometimes anything. though the value is just in being entertained yeah. and having a good laugh because yeah. being happy is simply the absence of unhappiness. Yeah. And you can't be unhappy if you're having a good smile on your face and a good giggle. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening, sharing, telling people about the podcast, tagging us on TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is. We appreciate you so much. And we do have a couple of incredible guests coming up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned and have a great rest of your day. Bye guys. Bye.